to football and fluff Where we talk a lot of football and a little bit of fluff This podcast is a venue where we discuss college football and its fluff. We're your co-host, I'm Hank. And I'm Trey. I'm the football. And I'm the fluff. Word play of the day brought to you by Fluff. Word play of the day. Rush. This is a term used to describe a running play. To rush or rushing the ball means to run the ball after starting behind the line of scrimmage. Any play that is not a forward pass is technically considered a rush. Word play of the day. This week, we had an opportunity to talk with a student athlete from James Madison University. This young man attended Milton High School in Alpharetta, Georgia, where he was the 7A first team all region He rushed for 1,540 yards and 14 touchdowns as a senior. He also threw a touchdown pass. He was a dual sport athlete who also set school records in the 100 and 200 meter dashes. After being recruited by James Madison University, he redshirted his freshman year, then came back in 2019 as a redshirt freshman and played in 14 games with six starts. Also that season, he was a two-time CAA Rookie of the Week. This young man went on to gain CAA Football Commissioner's Academic Honor Roll for Spring 2019, CAA Commissioner's Academic Honor Roll for Spring 2020, and he is a member of the James Madison University's Dean's List for 2020. I know Fluff would sometimes ask me about the skill set of this player and what I thought about him, and I would often tell her I would love to coach this player. Football and Fluff family, Solomon Van Horse. How are you, sir? Doing good. How y'all doing today? Doing good. Doing good. Uh, thank you for taking the time to come to the show. Uh, we have been fans of yours for a long time. We like that you have transferred all of that great football knowledge and speed to the college level. And we have yet to see a game in person, but certainly we have seen highlights and in, in games of you on television, as well as some clips and things on social media. You look good, young man. You look good. Thank you. Thank you. I also uh, saw a clip of you doing some training on a beach, which I thought was very impressive. But let's get right into it. Your academic standing is very impressive. Uh, Can you share with the audience what your major and your GPA is? Uh, My GPA is a 3-1 right now, and and I major in sports management, and I get a minor in business. So I usually learn about more about everything when it comes with facilities, when it comes about uh, human resources and sports management, and uh, just every type of job that you can learn in that, uh, in that field. As we enter week three, explain to our listeners um, how you feel about not being able to play, and do you and the other athletes, uh, the James Madison football players, uh, discuss this? And if, and if so, how often do you guys talk about it? Uh, it was very heartbreaking to learn that we wouldn't be able to play in the fall, but we're, we're now we now able to play in the spring. But we we really talk about it a lot, and as athletes, we 
it was a hard predicament to go through because we wanted to keep our health, but at the same time, we wanted to play, play the game that we love. But we, um, us and the coaches, we all had to make the hard decision of just not playing in the fall and keeping our health. And then when the, uh, try and wait till the NCAA rules, we'd be able to play in the spring. But it's, it's really hard to watch even other teams be able to play on, on TV, but not have us play. Is there any conversations that you guys have that put emphasis on you and your teammates actually following protocols to the T so that you can get back on the field? All the time, you have to hold your uh, teammates accountable with everything they do because if one person tests positive, then another person tests positive, and then they're just going to hold back workouts, and it's just going to push everything back. All just staying community and uh, holding everybody accountable what they do and, and the safety protocols that you ha- you guys have in place what what do the players think about that you and, and your players do you guys think they're too strict does it cause you to make some adjustments or something that makes your day more difficult talk about the safety protocols uh, that you guys have in place uh we first got here in the summer it was a little bit confusing to us because we had pods when we worked out uh-huh. and we were supposed to stay in those pods as a group, we got to move into like bigger pods and go eat on campus with each other instead of them bringing us food. We started like saying that we could stay with each other, but it felt weird because they didn't want us to be with each other. So it was like, how is that? The coaches too, we was wondering how the coaches gonna get tested, be with their families too, was that's gonna happen? But I see now that school started and when the students came, we all had to come together and then know that we can't go out like we usually wanted to, and we had to stay in the house. And I think as us coming together, that helped tremendously. Are there things that you guys are doing differently to prepare for the spring? We, uh, we do a lot of meetings, like a lot of team meetings and position meetings just to stay like on track of, of, of like not forgetting what our plays are and knowing everything in the playbook. Like even though we're not together, even though we're not face to face, we make sure to have those meetings with each other. Even we have uh, mindset meetings, like uh, how people's mindset are and if they're doing good mentally and physically. So we, it's just all just helping each other out right now. Let's talk about when you transitioned from high school to college. Is there anything that you would have done differently in preparation for the college game or were you pretty prepared? You look pretty prepared to me, but that's me speaking on the outside and I'm such a fan. I'm going to say that, <laughs> but is there anything you would have done differently to prepare for the level of activity on, as far as being a college football player? And everybody's fast, everybody's strong, but I just knew I had to kick it up at level two. I changed the way I eat, the way I move, the way I uh, acclimated to the level because everybody's good on this level. And I realized that very quick. My dad prepared me, my high school prepared me, with yeah. mentally and physically knowing plays and all. But I felt like when I got on the field, I knew I could play that level because I was fast, I was quick, I had the ability to. But I knew off rip that I had to change the way I eat, the way I move, how I stretch, doing something every day. Like whether that's push-ups, pull-ups, anything, running around campus, something that would get me better. And the way I live. Like I had to compete every day with my teammates because I know that pushed them and it pushed me. But I, but everybody's good on this level. 
game time preparation. Is there a particular song or style of music that you listen to to get yourself lit for the game? Uh, uh, man, we got a little sound system. They play a lot of different stuff they do in uh, Georgia. But uh, I like a lot of young boy, NBA young boy. That's okay. that give me turns up. A lot of uh, trap music. That just really gets me hyped for the game. Give me focus. Does that music during the game, does some of those tracks replay in your mind? Does that happen for you? I've had that done to me before. I wouldn't say now it doesn't. I think now I have like so much that I have to read, so much that I have to really look at. And does part of your game, and I heard you say that there's a lot of reads that you do. Some players don't realize this from a tailback or a running back position. There are a number of reads that you are responsible for. Give us an idea. What are you analyzing so that you can make yourself successful on that play? Uh, I could, that's real. Um, in high school, I knew this in high school, everything easier, especially in pass blocking. I mean, you know, in high school, like, they show it. When you're in the bathroom and say with pass blocking, you have to read from, you see safety movement. So safety uh, comes down to your right. And then even in the run, you have to read from the line. So there's just different reads that we have to do when we go uh, pass blocking and when we go running. Wish I knew this in high school. And lastly, I got one more question for you. Is there a specific story that sticks out in your mind about a coach that had a profound impact on you and or a player? My position coach, Coach Matt Merritt, he uh, has a tremendous impact on me because he taught me a lot about the physical and mental health of the game and taught me so much that I could teach to young guys and they would learn it themselves. And I remember a story from him when I uh, got hurt in the William Mary game, I uh, had a high ankle sprain. It was so detriment to me because I felt like I wanted to be out there for my team and I wanted to shine and show everybody what I could do. But he told me, don't worry about it because my, my brothers have my back. My brothers like Jawan, my brothers like Percy, Curlew, they all had my back at that point in time and they won the game for us. And when uh, I, I missed three games during that time period. And he wanted me to be his eyes and ears, like basically like an assistant running back coach for him. And I felt like that was important to me because I can help my team and help my fellow brothers out there, even when I'm not on the field. And plus that uh, it's something that I want to do with my future uh, in football, too. And as a uh, as a player, I, I always had a mentor. His name was Carton Johnson. He was a six year when I came in. And he knew everything about the game, everything that needed to be done, everything that I should do. And I stayed under his wing because I felt like it would be very important for me to do that because I felt like he knew everything to do and every every which way to go. And I still talk to him to this day. He still gives me great advice. And I can't appreciate him anymore. Solomon, let the Football and Fluff family know where we can find you on social media. You can find me on social media at Solomon underscore V3. That's S-O-L-O-M-O-N underscore V3 or official SV3 on Twitter. That wraps up this episode of Football and Fluff. Follow us on Instagram at Football and Fluff. Send us an email at footballandfluff at gmail.com. Tell us about some topics that you would like to discuss. See y'all next week.